man. Shut the door, sit down, clean your ears, and stop listening to what your mama needs you to be doing right now. You're going to listen to the Boxing Podcast. Is it recording? Oh yeah, it's recording. Okay. We're going, we're live in the studio once again. I did not upload last week uh, and that is partially due to laziness that's, uh, and a little bit of discouragement and a little bit of um, my life is super fucking busy, but we're back, boxing episode number seven. And we're here about to talk about the craziness that happened last week. God, I hate how I always start off by not looking into the camera. I just start by looking at my fucking laptop. Maybe because my laptop is the smartest thing close to me that I can have a conversation with, other than my girlfriend who's doing homework, but. Yeah, as we all know, Jake Paul and Ben Askren went at it. And honestly, we can't even say they went at it because it was, at the most, I believe, a two-minute fight. And that fight was a tremendous performance by Jake Paul, silencing all of the MMA community and making any Ben Askren dick rider look like a fucking idiot. And anyone that bet money and made money off of that against the friend that was rooting for Ben Askren is probably rubbing it in their faces right now. Um, Because Jake Paul being a YouTuber and only boxing for like two to three years and to go against an Olympic athlete and defeat him in a boxing match after he's gone through multiple MMA leagues and became a champion and not only a champion but a very dominant champion it's crazy to think that a youtuber can do that um with only three to two years of experience in boxing now i will say i'm not surprised because i knew from the get-go that jake paul was going to kick ben askren's ass and one of the reasons being is because ben askren just does not know how to fight with his hands his stand-up game is terrible. If you watched him do mitts with Freddie Roach, and not only that, but he was working with Gabriel Rosado. Gabriel Rosado was giving him advice like he was going to fucking change his life. Gabriel Rosado, you're not going to change anyone's life because you haven't even changed your life. Yes, you've had some really good fights. Yes, you're a cool person. But the only, I feel like, <laughs> I'm not even going to roast Gabriel Rosado. I just think he shouldn't have been training with Gabriel. Um, We all know Gabriel has terrible defense. We've seen that against Gennady Golovkin. And I know Gennady Golovkin's a killer. But goddamn, Gennady Golovkin has never made anyone bleed as much as he's made Gabriel Rosado bleed. And that fight was fucking terrible. So he was giving advice to Askren. In my mind, I'm just like, Askren, get the fuck out of there. Your training was a trainer who is at the end of his life and has fucking Parkinson's disease and is, uh, you know, can barely train anymore. I mean, I'm sure Freddie's probably like stoned off his ass because he needs to take so much uh, fucking, I don't know, like what's like that wax pen? He has to take so much wax so he can calm himself down from trembling so much. And then you got Gabriel Rosado. 
trying to teach you a lesson about boxing. That that already was the beginning of your downfall, Ben. Um, but, oh my God, I just... I knew it was going to be a quick fight. So I wasn't even surprised when it ended in the first round. And I think what does surprise... You know, I'm not surprised that it ended so early, but I'm surprised at how it ended. It was a 1-2. Like, if there was one thing that Ben Askren, you would think he could evade, is a 1-2. The 1-2 is a combination that's both thrown a lot in boxing and the UFC. So you would think after so many years of being someone with terrible stand-up game, and you have people like Robbie Lawler... And fucking, um, I guess you can't even say, uh, what's his name? Oh my God. What's his name? Jorge Masvidal. Yeah. You can't even say he fought Masvidal, but we all know who, um, Ben Askren has fought and they had their striking ability is way superior compared to Jake Paul's. So I, you would just think that Ben Askren could evade a couple of one-twos at the beginning of the first round because that's usually what people start with. You know, they'll start with their one-two, and if their one-two can't do it, they'll go and try to get more crafty with how they're going to land their punches. But no, he couldn't even stand to that. So, um, yeah, I got fucking flatlined in the first round. Uh, I thought the referee was going to let it go on just because, I mean, come on. If we waited through so many concerts and... Or performances of random ass. Oh my god, I can't wait to get into how trashy this trailer event was. But we went through so many performances. We waited so long to see who would win in the fight. And after the first knockdown, Ben Askren got up, and you would think the ref would let it go on so we could at least get our money's worth for a, you know, cold ass knockout. But he didn't. The old man let it go on, and that's very typical of an old referee. They're very old school, and they're always worried about their fighters, and they just want to stop it right away. So that's what happened. And um, at the end of the fight, I didn't. I was expecting like last last time Jake Paul knocked out Nate Robinson. Right after the knockdown, he was like super humble about it. He walks over to t- tell Nate Robinson, hey, you know, I'm sorry, you did a good job, you're a great person, blah, 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 squashes the beef. You didn't see that this time. Honestly, I don't even think the camera's point, like, there wasn't even a moment where they both could have done that, because Jake Paul was celebrating with all of his friends, and Ben Ashman got the fuck out of there. And, I don't know, I kind of wanted to see that, because, I mean... They both kind of seemed like they liked each other, but afterwards, in the post-fight conference... Uh, I know they had asked Ben Askren about Jake Paul and all he said was fuck Jake Paul. I don't want to hear about him. I don't want to talk about him. That's game. And he fucking got up and left. Like that's when he ended the interview. So it's like we all thought Ben Askren wasn't going to have any hard feelings towards Jake Paul, but he did. And, uh, he was, uh, he looked very agitated. I mean, I know he was happy and probably laughing all the way to the bank, but, um, yeah, no. So, yeah, crazy. I don't know. I can't really gauge Jake Paul's boxing ability based off of that fight. I just can't. I mean, how could you? There, There's just no... That fight... 
barely lasted and we all saw what we expected. But you know what's crazy is I always get this feeling where when I for sure know who's going to win and I've, you know, throughout fight week, I've been on YouTube watching clips and I go into the comment sections and I see people coming at the guy that I know is going to win and they're so sure of themselves they're the fucking boxing expert. They're telling you exactly what's going to happen and why. And they're so fucking sure of themselves. They're like the boxing intellects for like a whole week, right? And they're calling you stupid because you, you think the other guy's going to win. I always get this feeling of just, you know, writing down the name, writing down the video link. And then after the fight and my fighter wins, going back to each fucking link in every comment and saying, I fucking told you so, you fucking idiot. I want to do that all the time. but I, don't, I, I always think about it. And I, I probably would do it. But I just never write down the URLs. And But I know I've done it a couple of times. And it feels so great. Because you know why? They never fucking reply. They never reply. They dip the fuck out. They're like, no. And that happened to me once. I, one time, I fucking thought that... I, I had... In my mind, I was like, oh, when the fucking... The Pacquiao and Mayweather fight, I was... On Pacquiao's balls for like the whole week prior to the fight in the comment section on YouTube. I was telling every Mayweather fucking dick writer that Pacquiao is going to win. But, you know, obviously that didn't happen. And I had people commenting on my shit. I did not reply. I was like, there's no way to defend myself. He lost and that was game. Um, but no, that fight was... Uh, eh, I don't know. I'd like to see who Jake Paul fights next. I really would. I think he did a great job picking Ben Askren because obviously he sucks at boxing. And really, he's just a wrestler, man. That's, that's the only thing that Ben Askren really had on anybody on the UFC. He was like the Khabib of, of, of the UFC, but without the choking, without the submissions. He more just really knew how to maul you and keep you down. <gasps> But none of that choking, you know? He had none of that jujitsu strangling game. He more had just the take you down, maul you up, and ragdoll you. But, um, yeah, I mean, I'd like to see who Jake Paul fights next. I know this is probably not the next fight, but I did hear talks about him eventually fighting his brother. And I think that'd be great. I think Logan Paul kicks Jake Paul's ass in that fight. Um, I've seen Logan box on some, a couple of clips on YouTube and he is fucking amazing. He's, he's really good. Uh, I'll give it to that. And I'll give it to the kid. Well, I'm not saying that Jake Paul's not good. I just, I think that when you, when you get in the box, like I've been in the boxing ring and I thought I was good. And then I box somebody that is better than me. And then I'm just like, Oh man, like you just like, you sit down and you like, after you know after the fight you'll like sit down on the side of the ring and you'll start cleaning up your nose and you really start thinking about how there really there's levels to this game you know um even like with the simplest of things like you think you learn you think you learn how to land a clean jab on somebody and then come here comes another fighter and you can't land one fucking jab on them and um yeah that's basically with that but the fucking event itself. Triller, I will give it to you. You know how to throw an event. I think you have all the pizzazz. I think you can... I think I think Triller does a really good job at 
taking a lot of pizzazz and putting it all into one event. But it is fucking random, dude. Because I was watching Justin Bieber. I was watching Doja Cat. I was watching the D'Amelio sisters hand belts over to the fucking fighters. And not only just handing the fighter like the fighters the fucking belt, but holy shit was that belt the ugliest belt I've ever laid eyes on. I swear I could buy a nicer looking belt at the fucking dollar store. That belt looked like ass. I would never want that wrapped around me. I, I to be honest, I'm so surprised that the fighters even wanted the belt wrapped. Like I almost feel like that Triller belt lowers your your stock value like as a fighter because that belt was fucking disgusting get it out of here if they start counting that as like a championship belt get it the fuck out of here um and it's just so funny because they had the d'amelio sisters putting the belts on the guys they did not want to be there if you look at their faces they were confused like even they were wondering why the fuck did this company pay me money to fucking put these belts on these sweaty ass men and oh my god it was just fucking stupid so we had Justin Bieber. I don't know if you guys have noticed this, but like towards the end of Justin Bieber's uh, performance, he had thought he finished, you know, because he even he wanted to get the fuck out. And uh, the the next song or the next beat to his song started playing. He's like, oh, shit. He already had started saying bye and he had to start get back into performance mode. And um, Doja Cat, fucking Snoop Dogg. <laughs> we'll get into Oscar De La Hoya in a bit. Um, Ice Cube Ice Cube's a fucking old ass man Dude Get back in your fucking bed bro Go to sleep It was fucking He should have been asleep by that time Um, Who else performed? My god I don't know Some other fucking people But uh, And here's the thing It's like All of those people are really cool I'm not saying Justin Bieber's not dope I like the kid, you know, he likes boxing, he, he's, he boxes himself, I've seen him box, he's a pretty good kid. The D'Amelio sisters, you know, they do their things on TikTok, they're fucking famous, they make a shit ton of money. Uh, Doja, the fucking Snoop Dogg Ice Cube, you know, they're fucking legends, right? Um, but it's just so random, you know? Like, I'm sure it's cool when you're there in person and you're seeing all these wonderful performances in between the fights because, you know... When, when you're waiting for the next fight to start, all, all you're really doing is going to the bathroom, getting another drink, getting some more food, talking to your friends about the next fight. But when you're at home watching it from TV, it just you're almost confused. You're like, why the fuck am I watching Justin Bieber at 11 p.m. right before I'm about to watch Jake Paul versus Ben Askren, a UFC fighter? I don't know what it was. It was just like it was so much. Of, it was such a circus show. That's what it was. It was a fucking circus. And... I think the reason why it really truly bothered me is because it was just. It just made the sport look trashy, you know? And I want you guys to understand this in my perspective is because I know a lot of the people that box. You know, we're not really civilized people. We, we fuck around, we say dirty words. You know, sometimes we're cruel to each other. We're boxers, right? We're not the fanciest or the straightest of people or whatever you'd want to call it. But God damn, to see Snoop Dogg just and Oscar De La Hoya get 
you know, to see Snoop Dogg get Oscar De La Hoya as high as he was, and that be broadcasted um, uh, worldwide, where people are just hearing about boxing for the first time ever. You know, they're coming in to to watch Jake Paul and Ben Askren. Like the only reason a lot of people are watching the fight, it's not because they're boxing fans. It's because they know Jake Paul and they're interested to see. What the kid can do and if he's going to lose. So you got like a whole other side of the world watching boxing for the first time ever. Because Jake Paul was able to pull him in. And it is giving the worst representation. Because everyone also knows who Oscar De La Hoya is. Right? And so when you hear Oscar De La Hoya saying stupid shit in the, on the con- while commentating. It just makes our fucking sport look retarded. Oh shit. Probably shouldn't have said that. That's a no-no. Anyways, it just makes our sports look stupid. All right, it makes our, it makes our. I can't even talk. I don't even know. I was so embarrassed. Like he was just saying USA, 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 or USSA or something about that that one fighter. He kept yelling out instructions really loud so that when the fighters were fighting, they could hear him. Um. I mean, a lot of people are going to say, oh, Oscar De La Hoya was just passionate. Dude, he was high as fuck, and he wasn't smoking weed. He was doing cocaine, okay? He wasn't smoking weed. Weed doesn't pump you the fuck up like that does, all right? Weed chills you out, makes you laugh at everything. Cocaine gets you fucking hyped up, talking over everybody, and it makes you think like a fucking idiot. I, when, I, when I smoke weed... I don't even know if I should be saying that. When I fucking said smoked weed, I smoked weed. Fuck it, that's it. My employers see this. I don't know. What are you gonna do? But when I smoke weed, that's that's nowhere near what I feel. I never feel. I've never. I've smoked weed. I mean, not a ton of times, but I've smoked it a handful of times, and I've never felt as amped up as Oscar looked. And God, I hate to call Oscar out, but you just looked like an idiot, man. You're like, I'd say that right now, Oscar Del Hoy is one of the key holders in boxing. He just looks like an idiot. But, I mean, whatever, man. I know he was just having fun, but when he was commentating, one, I don't know who it was, but whoever came to get their boy and took him off the fucking microphone, they deserve a pay raise. Because, goddamn, dude, he tarnished the fuck out of Golden Boy promotions. You tarnished the fuck out of boxing. You tarnished the fuck out of your legacy. Looking like an idiot. Like, we all knew you were a fucking high druggie. But for you to go out and display it on the fucking... On a platform like that in front of millions. God, you fucking idiot. Um, That's my rant. And I had to get that out. Because I've just been thinking about it since the fight. Um... But yeah, that's 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 just how I felt about the event. I mean, I'm not saying that you. I'm not hating on Jake Paul. I'm not saying that I'm mad that he's boxing and that he's getting so much notoriety. Because I'm happy for the kid. I actually, I've been seeing a lot of boxers post videos about how they're jealous that how they they had they they they're on their like their twelfth fight and they're still not making as much as Jake Paul's making on his third fight. Bro, it's because the kid has a fucking name, dude. The kid has worked hard outside of boxing so that when he goes into anything that he wants to, he's already at a higher level than 
what newcomers are would come in at, right? So you can't say this kid didn't work for it. Yes, he didn't get his notoriety, the notoriety that he has today, the way y'all are doing it. But he's gotten it the way that he did it, which was a much smarter way to do it. So don't fucking hate on the kid. If he's making money, fucking give him props, all right? Um, I think that's, that's the shittiest thing about boxers is they get so fucking jealous over somebody making money. And then they want to demand money. The only way you're going to demand money is if you have personality, if you have skill, and you have a good fan base going. You got to learn to market yourself. You can't just be a fucking asshole. And just because some YouTuber is making more money than you, come in and try to demand the same amount. Like, dude, get the fuck out of here. If you're not making numbers, then it makes sense, you know? The, the, the fucking proof is in the pudding. Meet with your, meet with your promoters. Meet with your network and count out the numbers. And does it make sense to be paying you as much? Boxers already get paid more than UFC fighters do. Now quit fucking bitching and let it roll the way it's going to roll, you know? Everyone's trying their best. Do you know how many boxing promoters are out there? You know how many television networks are out there with boxing events? You know how many fucking manage, managers are out there? And boxers trying to start their own promoting companies? And there's just so many fucking here and there and over here. And let's do this over there. And the boxing platform is fucking it's spread thin, so... I guess what I'm trying to say is just quit bitching, you know. Let the money come, all right? If you deserve the money, the money will come. Trust me. I've seen it before. Um, but no, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm happy for the kid. I mean, he's making fucking money in a sport that he's barely spent like a quarter of his life in. So um, good for him. Make that money. And I guess, I guess it's been good for boxing. I don't know if that's true or not. But I, I guess it's been good for boxing. Um, who knows? Maybe maybe this is uh, the beginning of a new era in boxing. And, you know, once the YouTube, YouTube fandom dies off, we'll have, you know, normal boxers back up in there. And then um, our sport will be what it once was in the fucking uh, 80s. Um, but yeah, guys, I don't know. That's that's just what that's there's so much going on. We got exhibition fights, we got celebrities fighting, we got YouTubers fighting actual real fighters in the UFC, we got UFC fighters fighting boxers. We have honestly what really kicked started all of this is when Floyd Mayweather and Conor McGregor fought each other. After that it was free game. Everybody's trying to get at it with each other. I have yet to see a fucking boxer get into the UFC ring. That's when it's going to be fucking crazy. That's the one I'm going to watch. And I've heard a lot of boxers say they want to do it. But one of you fucking pussies got to come out and actually do it. Not, not talk about it. Because uh, UFC fighters, they've been willing. But I guess the only reason they've been so willing is because they know they're going to make way more money in boxing. Bro, someone needs to call the UFC out. Honestly. Well, I know a lot of people have already called the UFC out. But... Someone really needs to come out and be solid, like make a documentary on how much, how poorly UFC fighters are being paid and how much more of a risk they take in a sport that involves grappling, choking, hitting, kicking, kneeing, elbowing, and slamming, and they're getting paid less than boxers 
who just punch each other and they have eight ounce gloves versus four ounce gloves and all of their nails are covered so there's no way they can gouge an eyeball out like how the fuck are ufc fighters making less than boxers it doesn't make sense to me especially if dana white claims that the ufc is the fastest growing sport in the world and is way beyond boxing and if they're saying that they're making more numbers than boxing then why the fuck are you paying your box your ufc fighters more especially if you guys have way less people under contract than the uf than the boxer than boxing does basically contracting every fighter for every fight that they do because you know a fighter is never really truly under the banner they're more so contract i guess you could say that under the banner Mm, it really depends on how you look at it but how the fuck are UFC fighters not paid more? It'd be nice. Like, kind of like those documentaries where they call out football for fucking, you know, with, with like, the people and the amount of concussions that they get and how no one ever really does anything about it or, like, stands up for football players. Why don't they do that for the UFC fighters? Like, like imagine the, the amount of concussions they suffer and the, the, money, and the money that they're not getting paid. Um, and the fact that they're getting paid to... To pull off a knockdown, you know? Fighters get paid more. They give them bonuses for a fight of the night when they they knock their opponents out or when they do something fucking spectacular. And you know what's spectacular in a, in a combat sport? A knockout. Blood. Brain damage. That's what's spectacular. That's what makes a fight of the night. A fight of the night is a fight of your life just for... An extra $50,000. Meanwhile, you lost like brain cells, you know? A lot of fucked up shit in the the sport. Both sports, really. I don't even know who to support anymore. I'm kidding. Uh, I'd support boxing, but... um, Yeah... Yeah, that's, that's, that's really all I have to say about that, guys. But other than that, I know this week we got some chaos going on at the UFC, man. Jorge Masvidal versus Usman. Sign me the fuck up, guys. I am so excited for this fight. Last fun time, I think it was like Jorge Masvidal got called in at like a one-week notice. He had to cut a shit ton of weight and under like four to five six days and he made way and he went to go fight Usman and the fight the fight was good but you know it's so annoying I forget what was what was Kamaru Usman doing I know he kept tying up with Jorge yeah that's right he kept tying up Jorge against the fucking wall and stomping on his fucking toes with his heel he got just stomping on him and he, it was almost like he was too afraid to let Jorge do what he does when he when he kept taking him down. That's what he kept doing. He kept taking him down. Now I remember he kept taking Jorge down, just wrestling him. And not only that, he wasn't just taking him down, but he was just well, actually that was it. That's the thing, and that was it. He was just taking him down and keeping him there. It's not like he was he wasn't even pounding his face in. He wasn't trying to choke him out. He wasn't, you know, slipping in those little elbows. He was straight just holding him down. 
and he's fearing for his life because he knows that if Mazvadov is on his feet and he's ready to fucking fight you and he can fight you standing up, you're fucked. Mazvadov is a fucking gangster, dude. Oh, shit. Mazvadov has how many losses? I had no idea Mazvadov had that many losses. That's so funny. I don't care. I fucking love that dude. He's a, he's fucking dope. I'm voting for Jorge Masvidal, and I think that with a full training camp, granted he's not fucking injured, he's gonna whoop Kamado Usman. I don't care how tall or lengthy Kamado Usman is, Jorge Masvidal, Masvidal, gets in no matter what. He's like Mike Tyson, dude. He doesn't care about strategy. He doesn't care about timing. He just wants to hit the opponent. He just goes forward and um, tries to knock a motherfucker out. That's all he cares about. And uh, that's what I'm excited to watch. Because this motherfucker's been on a run. KO'd Darren Till. KO'd Ben Askren. KO'd Nate Diaz. And then in 2020, he goes to fight Kamado Usman. Kamado only won by decision because he was able to keep Jorge down on his back for half the fucking fight. Hopefully, Jorge is trained to defend against Kamado's fucking takedowns and his little fucking uh, heel stomps, little bitch heel stomps. Because that shit was annoying. I hate seeing, I hate, and there's nothing more that I hate than two fighters piping the fuck out of their fight and saying it's going to be such an intense war and that we're going to be fucking swinging at each other and knocking each other out. But then one of the pussies shows up and just starts holding them down, grappling, and that's all they do. Dude, if you say you're going to give us a fight, quit being a little bitch and go man to man, mano a mano. That's how it's always been for men. Don't be a little fucking hoe and bring it to the ground. That's when. You, that's why when you fight in the street and you guys go to the ground, they pick you back up so that you can stop doing some of that pushy Pussy shit. I mean, fight like a fucking man, dude. God, man, there's so much steam behind these words today. I don't know. Guys, just everything is just so annoying. Kamaru, I challenge you to fucking not take Jorge down to the ground. I bet you you get your ass knocked the fuck out. And the only reason he he is taking him down is because he knows he'll get knocked the fuck out. So I'm excited for that fight. You can bet your ass I'm going to put some fucking money on it. And I'm going to put my money on Jorge. Because I think he's going to fucking win. He gets a full ass camp. Doesn't have to cut all that weight in under four days. I think he'll fucking do it. How old are these guys? Jesus. Christ. Kamado Uzman. How old is he? <sighs> Jorge's 36. Kamado's 33. God damn. By 36, you're out of the boxing game. Why is it that at the UFC, fighters kind of age at a slower pace? 36, you're, that's about like the end of your boxing career. Hmm. Yeah, that's interesting. Yeah, I can't wait to watch that fight, guys. I'm excited. Um... Uh, let's see. Let's do a little boxing research, hey? So, let's see what's, what, what else? 
Ah, uh, yes. Yes, let's talk about Let's let's talk about Progray and Ivan Redcak. That fight was fucking hilarious. Ended in a TKO because Redcak so they got into a little exchange and during the exchange Progray fucking hit Redcak on the right side with like I think yeah it was like a right hook but it was a right hook that didn't even land on the side of his stomach and it's as clear as daylight when you watch the replay that that punch didn't even land on the side of the stomach but guess what Red Cack does he folds over and he claims that it was a fucking nut shot and it wasn't a nut shot and what's hilarious is that they have Red Cack is on the ground bitching and crying about how his fucking balls hurt. But all while he's doing that on the televisions up in the sky that they have at every boxing event ever, they have the replay in slow motion showing that the punch didn't even land on the side of his stomach. And so basically what you have here is... Uh, is a clown acting because he knows he lost the fight. Um, and that was just hilarious to watch. <clears throat> but congrats to Progre. Um, however, I just feel uh, after that performance, I just don't see how he can... I don't see how he can really defend or fight Ryan Garcia, Teofimo Lopez, Gervonta uh, Davis... And come out victorious. I just this guy talks a lot of shit, but he and he claims to be the best even after losing a fight to um who did he lose a fight to? God damn it. He just fought somebody recently. Was it Luke Campbell? Man, we're about to find out. Bless you. We're about to find out who Progress lose lost to. Uh, he lost to Josh Taylor. Eh, I guess that makes sense. Josh Taylor is pretty good. Can't really take much away from him. But still, he claims to be really fucking good. And he's always saying, I'm going to take Javante Davis out. He ain't nothing. He's a child. Blah, blah, blah. Dog, after that performance, I, 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 don't, I don't know how you're at the top, really. I mean, I'm over here calling out too many people in one podcast. Hey, what have you done in the sport of boxing? Chill the fuck out. All I'm saying is that you're not as good as you as you as you say you are, and I don't I don't see you beating Javante Davis at all, or anyone for that matter. But he got the win. He got to meet the D'Amelio sisters. He got to be a part of a circus. So good for him. Um. But that that fake that fake nut shot that Ivan Redkak acted out, God damn, dude! Actor of the year, give him an Oscar. Just don't give him a belt. Uh, and other news. Um, 
I, I don't know if you guys have seen the new picture of Andy Ruiz that just came out. Um, but he's looking thick and he's looking fit. That boy lost all that belly fat. And I don't know if he lost that belly fat with hard work or if he lost it with some surgeries here and there. But he looked like he did some clipping around the waist because he's looking slim, thick. And he's looking ready to fight fucking old dude. I can't wait to watch him. Yeah, I'm always, I'm almost like, what if he, what if we watched him fight? You know, what if like he got in like really good shape? Like he doesn't even look like Andy Ruiz anymore. Like he starts looking more like an Anthony Joshua, you know, built with the fucking muscles. And you think just because he's so ripped and like in shape, that he's going to do so much better. But what if this is more like that effect? Like, you know how Jonah Hill's fat and, and then he's skinny but really, Jonah Hill's more funny when he's fat. What if it's like the same case for Andy Ruiz? What if like he's just better when he's fat, and when he gets skinny, he just sucks dick at boxing? <laughs> what, if, what if that's the fucking case? <laughs> like he's just terrible, and then we're just like, what the fuck happened? Um, that'd be funny. <laughs> You'd say that yeah, he's like the Jonah Hill of boxing. Uh, no, but the kid looks dedicated, man. I mean, he's always on there. He's, he's always at Team Canelo, who's Eddie Reynoso training hard as a motherfucker. Something about watching videos and pictures and clips of a fighter training next to Canelo just gives people so much faith. Like, when you see Ryan Garcia fight next to Canelo, you're like, dude, that kid is in perfect hands right now. That's where he needs to be. Because this kid has trouble keeping his hands up. His defense, although his offense is fucking amazing, you know, the kid takes chances and he's very fucking quick. But if you're going to learn about defense from anybody, oh my God, thank the Lord, it's Canelo. And then you got, you know, Oscar Valdez up in there and he's fighting when he fought against Burchelt. Just seeing him train with Canelo gives you so much confidence. You're like, this motherfucker's training next to the face of boxing. He's going to. He's going to go out there and win. Of course he's going to win. And same thing with Andy Ruiz. I see him training next to Canelo. I see him. See his little fucking boy dancing. Fucking cumbia or mariachi. Or whatever the fuck you want to call it. I don't know. It's salsa. Whatever. But you see his son dancing. You see Andy training in the same gym with Canelo. While they're both training. You see Canelo teaching them how to do them uppercuts. You know. I feel like Canelo's always teaching people how to do an uppercut. I feel like that's his thing. You know. Like, if he's going to teach anybody something, he's going to teach them how to do the uppercut. And uh, it just gives you faith. And I think and I think that's true. I think when you're training next to greatness, when you're training next to people who actually give a fuck, you're going to be like, yo, I got to start giving a fuck, man. Because all these other people around you start giving a fuck. I'm going to look like a loser. And I think that pushes you to work harder. Uh, so yeah, let's just hope to God this isn't a fucking Jonah Hill situation and Andy Ruiz kicks that other dude's ass. Um, yo, I gotta end this podcast soon, guys. But look, here's the last thing I want to say. It's fucking... Um, Ryan Garcia's fighting Javier Fortuna July 9th. Crazy. Ramirez versus Taylor Saturday, May 22nd. Crazy. We got Gervonta Davis versus Mario Barrios on June 26th. Crazy. And then we got Devin Haney versus Linares, May 29th. 
Motherfucker, boxing is stacked right now. All right? Don't even bitch about what... Don't You know what? Fuck it. Fuck all the bitching I did about Triller. Boxing is stacked right now. And there's more. I'm just naming a few of those fights that are happening. Oh, look at that. Guillermo Regondel is coming back to fight on August 14th versus John Casimiro. Some Asian dude. It's on Spanish, though. What's up with this Figueroa guy? Oh, I see. So winner of Louis Luis Neary versus Brandon Figueroa. I feel like Brandon Figueroa has so much star potential. This guy looks like fucking... Did Elvis have blue eyes? Sid, did Elvis have blue eyes? Brandon Figueroa looks like Elvis. A pretty boy who can box. He's probably the sexiest boxer in boxing right now. He looks like Elvis. I don't know how that kid's not any more famous than he is, but he hits like a fucking bitch. I'm sorry. Every time I watch him fight, he just... You wish he'd hit harder because, you know, that would just help him so much. Um, the kid's good looking, though. Uh, you know, if he does good against Luis Neary, hopefully uh, he catches on a little more because... Think a part of being, <laughs> you guys are gonna hate me for saying this, but I feel like a part of being like a really good boxer is you gotta kind of gotta look have the looks, you know, especially nowadays. But um, yeah, guys, that is all. Sorry for not dropping an episode last week. Uh, well, you know, we're gonna see his back. You're gonna see his back. We, uh, we just took a little break. Really, it's just a little break. Had to kind of comb through my brain a little bit and see where I was going where I'm going with boxing um, but I do appreciate the small support that we have right now it's not a ton it's not like I have a ton of viewers but I do appreciate the little small support that we got from everybody and uh, yeah so uh, have a fucking good week and